guest who we have in studio today, you guys. We are here with the Cumbia pop princess herself, Stevie. We have a CD here on our show, Las Muñequitas. This is the first time that we're in this studio. So we're really excited to be kicking off this episode with a CV today. Um, and yeah. All right. But <laughs> let's give an introduction to a CV for those who do not know who she is. We're about to put you on. We're about to put you on right now. Yeah. So, Stevie is a first-generation Mexican-American, 20-year-old now, leading the new wave of pop artists bringing back old Latin sounds. On the forefront of the cumbia and Mexican regional music resurgence, Stevie's unique blend of traditional Latin styles and modern pop is seriously addictive. Her music is evocative, fierce, and playful. Stevie is seriously love at first listen. She immediately discovered a passion and talent for performing and auditioned for the Mexican singing competition La Academia Kids at age 11, where she won second place. By age 15, she had built a following on YouTube, now sporting more than 1 million followers on platforms and was recruited to tour Latin America with a teen influencer group where she played to crowds of thousands of people. That's a hefty bio for oh your God. age. You're kind of killing me. You're kind of eating. Oh, thank you. So I want to know before, I mean, you were always in music, um, but I think before this like a Stevie era, you were kind of doing like an influencer type of thing. And I don't think anyone talks about it, but we definitely deep dived into your TikTok. Stop it. All the way back to day one. Man. And we know you were an influencer. I gotta hide all that. <laughs> so could you share a little bit more about your influencer era? Yeah, of course. Um, well, when I was about 15, I started doing YouTube videos and like when all like the vlogs started getting popular, I started doing all of them. No, so way. you were like vlogging. Yeah, your day. Yeah, like okay, so <laughs> or like a camera. A camera. Like I had a big camera like this. I, I would I, I just like hold it up in public like that. I'm like, oh my god! So, wait, was it selfie phone. stick? Yeah. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> That's cute though. I know. I know. No, no I feel like every young person like had a dream to like, want their own YouTube channel oh, or yeah. YouTube videos. But it's just like you went out there and actually did it and people obviously liked you because you joined a little house. <laughs> yeah, well it's because I started singing first and then like I was I was doing like music and all that first and then I felt like YouTube kinda helped um like bring more followers and like help get my music out there more um but i i was in like this little like kind of like team 10 group in, in mexico city so i lived over there for a little bit and it was fun because we would do like daily vlogs so they'd just be recording us all day long you know like say dumb things to the camera and yeah it was fun and we toured too um, what wow. yeah they were pretty big, um, but like most of my followers, well not most of my followers, but a lot of my followers is from from that time. Um, so yeah, we like toured around Argentina, Mexico, 
And I was like the singer of the group. So oh, cute. Okay. So I decided I'd sing for them at the shows. And that's kind of how, how I got like a lot of experience on stage, too. Okay, so it was kind of like Kids Bob. I'm thinking more like, oh, do you remember um, that like Vine group that would go on tour, like MagCon? Do you remember that? Yeah, I don't no. Know. yeah, no, like there was popular YouTuber groups. There was like um, Keen and like Sam, like they had their own little like group too. And like there was a like a fan base, like willing to go to events, just like, mm-hmm. like meet these YouTubers because okay. they were like celebrities, like. But, like, I feel like what's attractive about YouTubers versus a celebrity is, like, they're more, like, like approachable. Like, you might relatable. be, you know what I mean? Relatable. Like, they're more just, like, like raw. You know you see, mean? like, your everyday life type of thing. Okay, it's like, yeah, it's like the it's Latin, like, like TikTok business. houses that they had recently yeah. did, like, in the pandemic, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, it was exactly like that. There was always drama in those. Was there a lot of drama? Oh, so no way. Yeah. I'm like, what's the biggest drama <laughs> you had? Oh my god. I was like 15 and then I had uh, my friend there that was also like 16, so we're the youngest ones there, but like um, everyone else was older and they were like couples. So oh my god, so they were always fighting. <laughs> always fighting. Like we'd just be like, what's happening right now? Uh, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was giving Jersey Shore, but yeah. like. <laughs> no, but they didn't capture all of that on camera. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was for the behind the scenes for the fans to speculate what's going on why are they acting different in the new video like the like comments like did you see at 3 minute 51 seconds where he took his arm off of her like that's the type of like yeah. that's how invested people get that's yeah. how invested people get so that's super cute that you were like in something like that yeah so what, how do you feel like that helped you kind of build to a Stevie Hmm. Well, I feel like I had a lot of moments like that. That one, I was also like on the academia, like you just mentioned right now, in the viral. And that is like kind of like kids' ball. Oh, there you go. It's kids' ball. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I did a lot of things like that, but I feel like each thing helped me like grow and develop as an artist because in each place I learned something different and something new. So I don't know. I feel like I just like gained experience and I don't know. I feel like that really helped me to become the artist I am today and just like know what I want and like who I want to be because I already like lived so much of that. But now I'm like, this is the path I got to take. Yeah, but I feel like to be an artist nowadays, you have to be, like, a content creator. You have to be, yeah. like, a personality. Like, you, you can't just only make music. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. It's 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 a full-time job, for sure. Um, I mean, it gets hard. I'm not going to lie. It's, it, it gets tough. Like, being able to make content, like, be in the studio, go on tour, like, mm-hmm. coming up with new ideas. But, yeah. I mean, I tried not to take it like as seriously and just always see some see it in a fun way mm-hmm. um yeah i mean i feel like the most difficult part for me would be the content creating stuff but mm-hmm. like touring and like meeting fans and like coming up with music video ideas and songwriting like i i, I enjoy that so much but yeah. i feel like there's always room to improve and yeah, i'm just like always working on on, on building and coming better. 
Well, you're killing you're it. Killing for it. Sure. Like, yeah. this, you have only one EP out right now. Kumbalicious. Go stream it. I love <laughs> it so much. And I honestly couldn't believe it was like your first EP. Like, I know you've been doing music your singing your whole life, but your career is like just starting and like you already have so much star power in you. Mm-hmm. Like I was telling Alyssa, I showed my mom your EP when I was like driving her around and she was like, yeah, this girl's ready to be a star. And I was oh. like, 100%. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I told her, I was like, she's like just starting like this brand of like a Stevie, but like it's already so solid, your branding and like the way your style, everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like, you're on a up, uphill trajectory all the way like I'm 100% so so we're gonna like get a little bit personal because (laughs) no no, these are like not even that personal these are more just like to get you to kind of just share with us you know like you're an artist you are doing really incredible things right now working with very talented people like so when was the last time like you felt super lucky to be a Stevie (laughs) <laughs> uh, um honestly i i always thank god for like giving me um all the opportunities that come my way and i feel grateful every single day because i feel like a lot of people don't have you know the chance to do what they love and i feel like that's such a blessing um just to, like get to do what i love every single day and I don't know. I, I thank God every single day, and I, I feel lucky because of that. And yeah. so you feel lucky every day. I feel lucky every day. That's how I feel too. That's beautiful. Like, I feel like you're not living right if you don't feel lucky every day. Yeah, for sure. it's a mindset though. It's like you don't even have to have the most like amazing life. But yeah, if you're like great, if you hold a lot of gratitude in your heart, like yeah. I, it just attracts more abundance. Not to be spiritual right now, but. <laughs> We're, we're, we're all lucky. We're all lucky. Lucky girl syndrome. Yes. We're yeah, we're exactly. We're healthy. We're here. Um, but so since you were like on the singing show when you were a kid, um, and you obviously still had to go to go to school, finish high school, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So what was like high school like? Like were you like popular? Did everyone want to be friends <laughs> with you because you were this like talented singing girl, or like was everyone like? like didn't like you because they're jealous of you like what was it like in high school um i was high school the most what makes that make sense you're joking you didn't know no i didn't know that (laughs) yeah i was homeschooled but you did go to school (laughs) occasionally because i'm when we were stalking your tiktok we saw that you would make tiktoks like dancing tiktoks at school it seemed like in the really? hallway. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember that one. But no, but they were really cute. I was like, if I was in school, I would be making TikToks. So I was just like, I wasn't in school when TikTok was a thing. Yeah. But that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, we're cute. old. We're aging ourselves right now. <laughs> I went to school from like kindergarten to fifth grade. And then I homeschooled for a little bit. I went to middle school in person for a little bit, for like a couple months. And I was like, no way. And then I homeschooled again. And then in high school, I actually went to this performing arts um, high school where everyone was like either dancer or singer. Mm-hmm. And I like Victorians. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I did go there for a couple months, but then I got that opportunity in school. So, you know, like, hi. 
Gotta go. <laughs> Bigger things. And so, did they yeah. school you over there in Mexico City? Yeah, like I always had my my laptop and I was like always online with my. Oh, it was online schooling. Okay. Yeah, um, but in high school, when I did go, I I wasn't like popular. I was always kind of shy. Did people know who you were? Yeah, they were like, oh, you you, you have like. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> but in that high school, like everyone sang, so it wasn't like. Well, yeah, like everyone kind of wanted to be an artist, yeah. and so that was kind of like the norm. It wasn't like we were in a public school where like people like where we went to. That's why we didn't have talented singers like a CB at their school. They're not yeah. going to art school. That's true. They're going to performing arts school. That makes actually a lot of sense, and what I would imagine, since you have been like pursuing this since you were young, it just makes sense to put you on that path and not do traditional schooling because. You do not. That that is not your. So like COVID technically didn't affect you at all then, because you were used to like online. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Love that. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) So like, would you say like since you're like shy, like does it take a long time for people to like get close to you or like for you to consider someone a friend? Like, what is that like for you? I think. Yeah, it kind of takes, it takes a while for me to, like, open up completely. I feel like I'm very, like, like, to myself. And just, like, to be able to trust someone, it takes a lot of, like, hanging out and just, like, seeing them a lot. Um, But honestly, with friendship, I always, like, like, have it come out naturally, you know? Like, I never try to force anything. Like, I feel like the best friendships i've had it just like happened it's so true I've yeah like, unexpected it's so. like organic it always is nothing yeah. ever really needs to be forced yeah all that okay so we're gonna go a little bit into your lyricism so <laughs> your songs are super lovey-dovey and we've heard that <laughs> el paso is really inspired by like um el paso is inspired by the love story between your friend and, and his parents, right? So not not your friend and his parents, but your friend's parents' love story. Yeah, I was um, like, what? Like, <laughs> I was like, that is so cute. Like, I was like, like wait. not like in a weird way. I was thinking like he has this like deep love for his parents. Oh, no, you know, I, I thought like, of it in a weird way. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, okay. It's inspired by your friend's parents' love story. Yeah. Um, and is there anything else that you feel like? inspires you to have like really lovey lyrics and talk about romance and courtship <laughs> um just personal experience <laughs> okay <laughs> so they're like all based on like your lived experiences for the most part yeah for the most part for the most part well actually i feel like i don't really have that many love songs i feel like i'm always writing like sad and depressing songs or like just random random songs. Yeah, I wouldn't. I think they're like they discuss the topic of love. But I, I don't necessarily like. Really? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess Maybe I'm just like sad and like no. in love. <laughs> no, I definitely feel like they're more like um like yearning for someone you might mm-hmm. use may not be like the person you're with right now. Like como yo, for example. Mm-hmm. I really yeah. love that song because like. It's just like you're just like saying like yeah you're 
you're not, she's not gonna be me. She's, she'll never be me. She'll never yeah. be like I do. Like, you know what I mean? And like, I feel like that's just very relatable to a lot of young girls, including myself, you know? Yeah. I know. That one, that one's, that one's sad. Um, I feel like, I feel like my, my latest songs have been all, all about that. Like, um, kind of like, like you said, like, wanting or like your mm-hmm. desire yeah. that that's not possible mm-hmm. and um yeah i feel like that's that's been what i've been writing about the last year and when i'm not writing about that i'm like writing about um El cucuy. No. <laughs> <laughs> or chuchulucos <laughs> yeah i don't know i just like writing about um fun things sometimes yeah yeah i feel like all right i don't really like like taking that seriously um and i just like playing around with whatever comes to mind like chuchuluko i i wrote that when i was on a diet and i was like i, I didn't want to eat any sugar because i like the biggest sweet food mm-hmm. <gasps> so like, real <laughs> i was like two weeks no sugar and i was just writing writing a song and then just like trying to come up with ideas. I was like, what should I write about? I want Jujuruku. <laughs> That's too real. That's so relatable. <laughs> I love it. It's so raw and like authentic. Like, that's just how all your music comes across. Like, really, you can tell it comes from the heart. Um, so, you posted on TikTok, maybe you remember these lyrics and you posted it with the <laughs> caption you didn't deserve that cheeky with, oh with a sad face so oh i want to read the lyrics to you <laughs> i'm actually gonna read it so okay um the lyrics are dueño de mi alma nadie oh. se compara cuando cuando él me llama corro como bala es otro nivel es una cárcel siempre será él <laughs> what is that about? Oh and why did they say you didn't y'all want that the cheeky? Tea, huh? Y'all, y'all we, want the We're gonna go deep. We're unafraid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see again. Like, that's what I'm talking about. See, you got a Okay. Me impossible though. Where, um, I feel like this song, it's more of like obsession. I don't know if you guys have ever, like, had that experience where you just like become obsessed with the person and it's not even like you're in love with them it's more like you, you just like you can't let go of them hundred thousand percent been there <laughs> no i don't even think it's toxic I think, I think because love and attachment are so deeply intertwined and like it's really easy to become attached or at least these like infatuation and reverence yeah. the things that i feel like are easily confused for love you know what i mean yeah. but it's like it's it's similar to love but it's mm-hmm. not actual love but it's still like a very deep and intense feeling that like it sucks it sucks it sucks I yeah it. i hate it yeah well, that's that's like that's that's um you know um i i was going through it when i wrote it mm, but i i i wanted to write it because i feel like a lot of people especially now like you become obsessed especially i feel like it's because of social media like you're just like you can see that person like at any time of the day you just and we can stop them. are you like the type to like <laughs> check following like, <laughs> like are you the one to tell them delete that bitch <laughs> are you like why did your Me? following go up who's that girl or you don't feel like you're jealous really um 
I I do be stalking, but I okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll never be like you can't follow her. <laughs> like, You're just, better than most of us. <laughs> I'm dead. No, I'm not like that too. But I'll stalk and like, if he wants to follow her, follow her. Like, it doesn't bother Go you. With her. I'm bothered. Go with her exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> period. <laughs> Okay, so speaking of dating and someone going to someone... Okay, how do you approach dating now that you're famous? Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it must be hard. Like, everyone must love you. So it's like, how do you even know who's the right one? How do you know they like you for you and not just because you're a steamy? Mm-hmm. Like, they like... They're like you, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think about that, but... Honestly, I feel like when the right person comes around, like you have no doubts about that. You know, um, true. Like I feel like you just have to be on the lookout and see like what the person's intentions are and like see if they're actually truthful. Um, but yeah, honestly, with dating, I, I just, I just let things flow. I never really try to like go and look for someone. I feel like. Whenever I have done that, it's all gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so like my friendship as well, like I said, I just like to let let things flow and come naturally because I feel like those are the best relationships. And um, yeah, I I guess that's like the best advice. That's a good advice. Um, I could give them like don't look for me. It's gonna hold you down. <laughs> no, it'll come. The yeah. man is supposed to like, be like looking for, like for you. Okay. Yeah. Like if you're thinking of being with someone, no. No way. Dang. You've never shot your shot before. No, I have. That's and why never, I'm saying it. It's never I gone to it. <laughs> <laughs> like no, 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 girl. Okay. I've been there, done that, and I will never do that again. I oh, love period. that. Period. Yeah, like I, I think that. I think a lot of people hear mixed stories. Like sometimes successful relationships are when the girl like initiated and guys like mm-hmm. that. She was so sure, mm-hmm. you know, and that's like very attractive and like her confidence and like knowing what she wants is probably mm-hmm. one of the reasons that relationship is so strong, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's not my preference. Like I don't really like going like getting up to guys first or like hitting on guys first. I'm like, absolutely not. Like yeah. the guy I would want would come to me first. Like yeah. I wouldn't have to do that. So yeah. Like, when a guy actually wants you, you look kind of be right there. But, like, you just gotta be like, you gotta look pretty. That's it. <laughs> 100%. Um, so, like, now that, like, you know, you're in a Stevie and stuff, like, you see people from your past, like, trying to reach back out to you and be like, hey, big head, like, what you up to? You up like, you know, like, you know, like, has that ever happened? Like, people from your past trying to, like, reach back out and, like, you're like, you, you rejected me back in the day and now I'm cute and you want me. Oh, man. Um, has that happened to me? I feel, I feel like, yeah, mm, I don't feel like so much in a romantic way, but more like people who, like, I wanted to be friends with back then, like, didn't really, like, pay attention to me, and now they're like, what you doing? They're like, I don't know, how you been? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, And I always, I always try to reply, you know, like, I, I never like ignoring anyone, Um, but... Aww. 
Yeah, I, I, um, yeah, I, I just like always give people a second chance. Oh, you're such a pure heart of soul. I would be like, ha ha, you're lost. Like, should I, like, you weren't there for me and I was down. You definitely don't deserve my friendship when I'm up. And if it's a guy, yes. Like, yeah. hell no. Hell no. Hell no. You had the chance. You didn't take it. Now you ain't coming Bye. back. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. What's the worst date that you've ever been on? Oh my goodness. Um, this one time, uh, this guy was like, "You want to hang out?" And I thought, like, "You want to hang out?" As in, like, I hang out because I thought we were friends, and I didn't. I didn't know things were like that. Mm-hmm. But. He like had another idea and he he was like thinking it was a date. Oh, oh my god. Did he even mm-hmm. ask you out officially? Mm-hmm. No. No, so I'm I was just like on this date. This date. You didn't know it was a date. He no. thought it was a date. You thought y'all were just hanging out. Yeah. yeah there's a difference, guys, versus hanging out and going on a date. Let's make that very clear. Literally. Yeah, so I was just like, oh, it's chill. I'm hanging out with a friend today. And then I ended up being so uncomfortable because I was like, he really thinks, huh? Well, you could tell. He was, like, making, like, Oh, yeah, he was saying he things. He was, like, trying to hold my hand. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> you curved him! Awkward. What happened? How did they, do, like, you guys yeah, address you it? Like, yeah. How'd you escape the situation? <laughs> I just called my mom. Like, you can me up. <laughs> I've done that. Like, <laughs> I've done that too. When I've had like my friends like fake an emergency call for me, and I'm like, oh my god, my friend like like I, she needs to go to the hospital. I need to go right now. <laughs> that was the worst day I ever been like, on. I've ever been. She's telling me to go home. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, I'm out. <laughs> so you consider yourself like a hopeless romantic. Hmm. or no you're more like realistic and practical when it comes to love like you're not like just expecting this like I don't know hmm. soulmate nah I, I do believe in like soulmates and that there's a person out there for everyone so I believe in love and I believe like everyone has their person so yeah I'm always reaching towards that and just in hope uh, lovers unite. I'm a lover girl too, all the way, forever, forever and ever. Yeah, we're not letting these. We're not letting these streets harden our heart. Okay, but going off the hopeless romantic topic, do you believe at love at love at first sight? Yes. Really? Oh wow! Yes. Yeah, you you? Oh, you you ha- someone fell in love with you at first sight? No, like I everyone. fell in love. With oh, you. someone. At I first have sight. too. Yeah. Yeah. But it was it's not. It it wasn't like it was like love, but like it was no, it wasn't love. It was infatuation. Mm. See that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, like like I feel like when people say love at first sight, like you expect that person to be like the love of your life. Mm-hmm. But like I don't think What do you think it means, like love at first sight? Let's define it. Like a twinkle in your eye. Like, you see someone, you're like, yeah. I want them. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's definitely happened to me. Yeah. But, like, almost, but for almost, me, almost like, like, regularly this happens. Oh. 
I get crushes very easily. I feel like mine was like so like cosmic. It felt like like all the universes aligned at once. Mine too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But it, it wasn't. It was. It was a false alarm, guys. <laughs> 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 nah, like I really thought. <laughs> Me too, bro. So speaking, <laughs> speaking of, I really thought. <laughs> do you think you've had your heart broken? Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple years ago, I was like super heartbroken. Um, like I was just. I think it's like that same thing where I was just, like obsessed with someone who like didn't really care about me. Yeah, it's things start to go bad when you start to like them more than they like you. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And they like pull away, and then that makes you want them even like more for some yeah. reason. And then you're just like, you're just like yearning, you're just like desiring, but you can't get it. I know. Yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst to want someone that like doesn't want you in the same way or anything like that. We've all been there. We've mm-hmm. all. I, I think. I think getting your heart broken is just like a shared experience of humanity that we all have to go through because it's yeah. an integral part of life and like development, you know? I hated it. <laughs> I never want to go it's through that again. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, like, like, I didn't even know who I was. I was like, who the heck is this girl crying? It's embarrassing. <laughs> right? <laughs> It's like you really be like on the floor crying, yeah. like ugly crying. I'm dramatic, acting insane. I'm really dramatic too, acting insane, begging, doing things that you're like, oh my gosh, like it, it, it is. But like love, like is such a strong emotion, you know, and it really takes over you. And so does sadness, and not that not being reciprocated sucks. But you eventually you get over it. It's true. I you get through it. That. I didn't know. But yeah, you get over it? At that time. No, I was like, I'm never gonna... You feel so deep in it. It's like you want... Like, yeah. I feel like I was like... I don't know. Like, I just wanted to sit in that feeling, too. And that was the bad part. <laughs> it kind of feels good at the same time. Right? right? Like, you just feel so sad. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, when I... Like... I just need, I need, like, a day or two to just be completely, like, sad and, like, pity myself. Like, why me? Like, I'm never going to find love. Like, I hate men. Like, the whole thing. And then afterwards, like, a moment of clarity comes to me, and I'm just, like, pick yourself up. Girl, a day or two. I was in that bitch for, like, a week. No, I'm quick with that. I'm, like, a very fast-moving person, though. I'm, like, after a while, I'm just, like, you know what? He ain't shit. I'm the shit. And you just keep going. Yeah. He did come back home. Carrie, they, they always, always do. do. They always do. <laughs> oh my god. But no. Bye. 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 Spike. We're on to better things. Oh yeah. yeah. Same yeah. thing. So right now, single. <laughs> oh tea. Oh, so there was okay, so not confirmed, but we don't not confirmed. Declined or no comment. No comment. She's pleading the fifth. She's pleading the fifth. We respect that. Anyway, moving on from love, okay? Love, schmub. Let's talk about what's really important here fashion. So, like, what, like, how did you develop this style? Where do you get your inspiration from? Like, you know, how important is fashion to you as an artist? That was like three questions, but go ahead. Honestly, I love it when people compliment me. Um, with my fashion, it's like the best compliment. Yeah. 
you deserve to hear it because like your outfits are good they're good thank you all i feel like fashion has always been a big part of my my life like ever since i was little i feel like i always wanted to like make my own outfits and like with my Barbies, I'd like make their fits too. Like I had like a little machine. No could, like, way! How cute! You had a sewing machine for your Barbies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is the cutest and coolest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, and so I'd make their little fits, and um, that's how I started out. <laughs> that's so cute. And yeah, with my mom, like we 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 put the fits together, and she she helped me a lot. I feel like we make a good team. Because she, like, really understands what I like and what I don't like. And she's, like, always on the lookout, too. Like, when I go shopping, like, thrifting, she's, like, look what I found. And it's, like, something that I, like, want to So she, like, so she gets it. Yeah, she she just knows. And, um, yeah, I feel like, I feel like, um, like, the process of coming up with an outfit or, like, coming up with a design is, like, I'd say is like equal to the feeling I get whenever I'm writing a song or like when I'm making music. It's like that same process when you're just like putting things together and like throwing things out. It's just like a feeling of excitement and that's mm, I don't know why I love it so much too because it gives me that feeling and it, since I do it with my mom it's like something special that we do together. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's so cute. So how would you personally describe your style? Um I'd say uh, Y2K space vaquera. Cute space. Y2K space vaquera. Space vaquera, yeah. Vaquera, yeah. And, and definitely, that's what I was like. Y2K. You like the futuristic too? Cute. Mm-hmm. I want to see you explore that side because I definitely get the Y2K and the vaquera. But yeah. I want to see more futuristic looks. I feel like that'd be sick. Yeah. I feel like they're coming. They're coming. Yeah. Oh, new oh, era. I feel like the Queen Alicia's fit was like that. Um, like- the wet, like the wet top was definitely like. <laughs> <laughs> like she, I sourced she, that one. Yeah, I sourced that did. one. It's from Star Cat. Just where would no Star Cat? Honestly, that's been like my favorite top ever. But since I'm not like that known yet, I feel like my my budget and wardrobe is kind of limited. So it's like. It's mostly about like just finding things and like making things DIY. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, once I get that budget, we're going crazy. She's about to pop off, y'all. We're going high fashion, okay? <laughs> Definitely can see that for you. And that budget is coming. <laughs> okay, and then style in terms of like, I will. I know that you love Guillermo del Toro and like um, Tim Burton. How do you feel like you implement that into your artwork? And why do you love stop motion? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I've just always loved um, stop motion, like, ever since I was little. Like, those were my favorite movies. And then um, I want to make, like, a movie, a stop motion mm-hmm. movie at some point. Or a music video. Wow. That's so music cool. Video. <laughs> I think a music video would be super sick. I mean, you have a lot of drawings that you do. Yeah. Um, well... I've always liked, like, spooky things, so I feel like I get a lot of inspiration from those kind of movies, and just, like, I don't know, just, like, all those, like, old kind of creepy films, so, um, I, I like drawing, too, so I, I kind of 
get inspo from all of those little places and just like kind of make it into my own and like but I feel like when like the Cumbia Licious for that little drawing I feel like you can see the, the inspo and definitely 100% yeah but yeah I, I'm just I just the creative all around I yeah. love this <laughs> and like tell me tell me why I have like a phobia of like stop motion really <laughs> like I I don't know I'm just super creeped out by it but like I think it's cool you know? I, I love animatronics too oh my god stop did you watch Five Nights at Freddy's I did <laughs> Speaking of like other creatives that you look up to and like, who's one artist or creative that you think people would be surprised that you like or listen to? Hmm. <laughs> I uh, I listen to a lot of old music and I I get a lot of inspiration from um, like music from the twenties and thirties. Wow. Um, like. Better Infante. Okay. I love, I love Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so like, love really, that. like, I, I like that, though, because you're going, you're taking inspiration from, like, a lot of, like, classics, not in, like, the mm-hmm. classical music scene, but, like, old music, I feel like, has so much inspiration. People don't look mm-hmm. to it enough. Like, I also really love, like, 50s and 60s music. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll just be, like, dang, like, I'm really an old head listening to, like, or, like, <laughs> just, like, something that just sounds, like, Frank Sinatra. Like, I remember one time I was playing, like, some 60s music in the car with the guy, and he was like, why are you playing Christmas music right now? I was like, it's not Christmas music, it's just old, and I like old music, you know? And, like, I get a lot of inspiration from previous eras, too, that I feel like I can, like, re-like, imagine now, you know? And I feel like it's probably similar for you. Yeah, no, definitely. I get um, very inspired listening to old music, because I feel like they used to put so much detail into everything was like I don't know I feel like it was harder to do things so like it had to be perfect mm-hmm. so now it's easy and it's easy and I'm just going that's not really it's the auto-tune but then it was it was you know harder so people like had to make make it perfect and detail and I don't know I think that that's that's me yeah 100% Okay, we're going to switch gears a little bit. So why do you think, like, you've grown a following? Um, and then, like, what makes people stay? And, like, what do you feel makes people want to support you? Mm-hmm. I feel like the fans that I've gained as a student 
and like over the last couple of years um i feel like they they support and they stay because um i feel like they feel connected in a way to what what they're listening to um i always try to make my music like come from my heart and just as like vulnerable and as um as authentic as possible and i feel like you can really hear that in an artist when when i listen to someone i really like i, I can like i feel that and i feel identified so i think that's like the reason why. yeah there's like a big need for i think someone like you in the industry right now you know like especially i was going to ask um there's like a lot of male dominated people especially in like regional yeah. so why do you think that is that there's like a lot of popularity on men and do you think it's like i mean it's obviously probably not that like women don't want to make cumbia you know mm-hmm. but do you do you feel like it's a male dominated genre i i definitely do um especially like regional mexicano there's like absolutely no one well i guess in cumbia there's not really many females like to pick up but um like cumbia specifically i feel like it's it's a genre that's coming up again mm-hmm. and like it was just abandoned for a, a, like a, a lot of years and like all the cumbia that we listened to was like made in the 2000s the 90s mm-hmm. 80s and there was just like this space where like we weren't really coming up with the new cumbias so i feel like that's coming up again and the artists that are doing cumbia right now are are mostly men. I honestly don't know why why there isn't more female than cumbia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, why do you all think? No, I have no idea. I mean, I'm sure there are. There, there, hundred percent is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like just PR wise, maybe they just mm-hmm. don't have as much support, or they're just like you know, there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of I I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of attention on men. I mean, that's kind of how the society is structured or whatever, but <laughs> I digress. It's kind of like systemic. Yeah, it's like obvious. Yeah. Patriarchy. No, yeah. I think, I think there definitely is and they're just probably not getting as much attention mm-hmm. or like leverage, yeah. you know? It's hard to get your music like out there, you know what yeah. I mean? You could be making totally. it, but how do you get it past the people that you know and mm-hmm. to people who don't know and get them to like it? It's yeah. obviously not an easy thing to do and mm-hmm. I think we have maybe yeah. just men have more support on their end to for music. I I, mm-hmm. I think so. But um, no. like that's why I'm here to support you. you. Gotta step it up. Let me know. Yes, get information, as Beyonce would say. Okay. No, but there are some definitely Latinas running the charts right now. So I I love them. I'm so happy about the Latina boom, and if it is. Well, I would say right now it's kind of like the genders or I don't know, get all G. Becky G like, is coming up, yeah. Becky G, yeah. like, like it's not like cumbia. It's not. It's not like regular mm-hmm. Yeah. But speaking of cumbia, so you just released Cumbia Licious pretty recently this past summer, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. So how did you come up with that title? What does it mean to you, Cumbia Licious? Cumbia Licious. Well, um. I started making cumbias like two years ago, almost three, and I was just like, um, 
Bless you. <laughs> Bless you. Um, I was, I was, my mom would just keep <laughs> real. <laughs> I was just like on this journey of finding myself before before um, discovering Kumia. Um, I was just trying to find what felt right to do as an artist. I was kind of like in a space where I didn't really know like what path I should take. And I felt like I needed to choose something that identified me as an artist and just kind of like, I I needed like something to lean on, mm-hmm. you know? So I was just like all over the place, like just trying a bunch of different <clears throat> genres until I came across a song that Alicia Villarreal, by Papacito, and she released it, I think, like in the 2000s. And I was like, oh my goodness, like, where are people recognizing me? Yeah, like, this is it. Like, we, you're, you're going to make, you're going to feel this need for this type of music to be made again. Yeah. And honestly, like, I still feel like even though they would make it back in the day, there wasn't, like, again, like, there wasn't a lot of female artists making Kumia back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just mostly men. So yeah. it's hard to find, like, even songs from back then that were in that style. Like, um but yeah i i came across that song and i was like i i decided to just like make cumbia and that that was my path and the next day i went to the studio and i was like all right all right from now on we're doing cumbia <laughs> yeah um since then i think i came up with the title on the issues like two years ago. Oh wow! wow. So you've had, had it yeah. in your head. It's been cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had it. To be honest, I I wasn't even gonna use it anymore because I wanted to release an album and I already was gonna do it for that. But like first, I wanted to release an album, but then I was like, all right, you know, I gotta wait a little bit, like build the, the fan base a little more, and like have people like know me more for the sound because before that like I had only been releasing singles so I just like felt like I needed to give my fans um like a body of work mm-hmm. that like told the story of the, yeah. the kind of music that I'm trying to make which is like cumbia but like new mm-hmm. yeah. and just like like just more modern yeah so I felt like I needed I needed to do that. So I I I put the album mm-hmm. on pause and like came back to this idea that I, that I had just sitting there. So cumbia um, delicious. It's that it's like cumbia but with a little delicious toy. A twist. A twist. No, I love that story of you finding your sound because when I first listened to Cumbia Licious, like I had never, honestly, it's my honest opinion, like I never heard anything like that, any music like that. Like it's fresh. It's super fresh. It's super like refreshing. Like your voice, like the vocals, it's, you know, giving like Selena, but with this like Cumbia, like pop, like dancey. And then, like some of your other songs, like Santi, like you played more like reggaeton sounds and like you have fun. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, like if I want to listen to you, like to Cumbia, like right now, I'm like, you're the only person I'm going to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's such a unique sound that like I have not found anywhere else besides 
like the artists that you mentioned before, Alicia Villal, like some of the mm-hmm. artists who inspired you, like you're like they're like you're like we really have like we like surge this genre and killing it. Like like I when I was like played I like literally there was this night where we were like out and it was when I first started listening to you and like I, I we knew we were probably gonna interview so I was like I was like really just like playing Komoyo over and I probably played it like seven times in the car that night and I was just like yeah I was like every time to my friend I was like yeah I'm gonna play this song again I'm sorry she was like no this is really your song and then after that weekend she listened to your whole EP and she was like I'm in love like so no it really is love at first listen like it's just like your voice is unreal but um speaking of Camillicious I was wondering because I read in a different interview you did um, that you were kind of in, you're inspired by Y2K. Now you were kind of in, you were listening to like um like Y2K pop artists during this mm-hmm. time too. So I was wondering because I think you mentioned Gwen Stefani being one of your like inspirations, mm-hmm. and then I didn't make the connection at first with Cumbialicious, but I'm like also a huge Fergie fan. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, did she get it from Fergalicious? Yeah. and it's cute if you did. Like I don't I don't think people think about how good of a title for delicious is enough and i love her yeah that album the duchess album. is like goaded that's s tier do you guys know that she's from rosina heights yeah yeah she's a local queen i didn't know that <laughs> love that you were like inspired by that album because i think it's literally one of the best like y2k pop albums like mm. of that time so yeah glad mm. taste oh thank you thank you YouTube. um yeah gwen stefani is um, one of my my favorite favorite artists um i feel like i feel like if i can describe like my songwriting um, style i'd say it's like Gwen Stefani, but in Spanish. Like, I feel like oh, she's, I love that. she's very, like, playful with her, mm-hmm. her lyrics and, like, just comes up with stories that are, like, I don't know, like, not typical. Not, like, something you typically hear in a song. Yeah. And that's why I love her. And Mariah, too. Mariah's oh, Mariah, too. Mariah Carey, her yearly, um, what is that? Her yearly melt. <laughs> She's defrosting. Yeah, her yearly defrost. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to have to take a brief intermission soon. I want to ask you one more thing before that. Um, What is next in store for Stevie? I know you have a song coming out in, like, a few days, right? Oh, my God. What day is it? Yeah. So, on the 10th, exciting. On the 10th, um, with Edwin. He's uh, like a really new artist called Kumbao. Um, but yeah, we made a little cumbia together and I'm excited for it, to be honest. I feel like it's something different. Um, even though it's a cumbia, I feel like it's different for me. And I just like, I am excited for everyone to hear. So you're an Aquarius, correct? Oh, yeah. 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 When's your birthday? February. Oh, February Aquarius. February what? Fourth. Fourth. Okay, yeah. ten days before that. calendars. Do you know much about like being an Aquarius or like what people say about Aquarians, like some of the stereotypical traits associated to your sign? I feel like every time I tell someone I'm an Aquarius, they're like, Oh, Aquarians are creative. True. Um 
Well, I'm going to give you a list of words that are commonly used to describe Koreas. And just true or false, does it, does it apply to you or not? Okay. Oh, yeah. Innovative. Bitch, what? That, no, true. You are, in our eyes, in my eyes, you are one innovative ass bitch. Literally created a whole genre. Sorry, I totally chose Yeah, I'm gonna put that sound effect on the, the edit. Literally. Um, but humble. We love a humble queen. <laughs> but we will give you your flowers. And you need to give yourself your flowers. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Rebellious. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um. Oh, like false for me, but I feel like other Aquarians are rebellious. Okay, valid. A humanitarian. True. Cute. Yeah, and Koreas is humanitarian guys for the people. Always thinking about the collective. That's what it's mm-hmm. commonly associated with. Same. Yeah, thinking big picture. Loyal. True. Love that for you. Okay, so this, this is a negative one. <laughs> Emotionally detached. Mm. Mm. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um... Why do you think that? Like you're emotionally is it just like natural? Like it comes natural to you? I think it depends. Like in a relationship I'd say false. Mm -hmm. But like certain things like sometimes I don't know, I feel like I like you see people, yeah. You're like you're thinking about it more of like a logical that way. Be yeah. No, Koreans. Like I also I feel like Koreans are very emotional. They just don't like showing a lot of people their emotion, like their emotional um, side. Like they'll show their people they trust, but it's like they're gonna be like to you. Not it's like behind closed doors, you know. Yeah. So I feel like that's why a lot of people get that um, the emotionally detached part from Aquarius mm-hmm. is from. <laughs> Quirked up. Like quirky, quirky, different, eccentric. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, true. I don't know. Truth. Last but not least, I think you're quirked up. A quirked up shoddy. I told her and then she didn't believe me. But now do you believe me that you're quirky? (laughs) No, I said, no, never mind. I'm not going to answer that conversation right now. It's a sidebar. Quirky. Last but not least, <laughs> the Koreans are really known as the aliens of the zodiac. They just mm-hmm. like they don't relate to other people as easily as they see other people relate to other people. So alienated, true or false? Uh, true. I always thought like sociology is real. <laughs> <laughs> I always see that like Aquarians like aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they, they, like you guys see yourself like being like just look alien. Like, Koreans are known for having yeah loner, like kind of just like reserved. Keeps like you know you're not like like Koreans are also known for being. It's like weird. There's like a it's like one part of you is social, but part of you like just lone wolf. 
like like spend a lot of time alone mm. and like um just feels like no one else gets me type of energy <laughs> you know what i mean like i'm different <laughs> no but like koreans like it's like individualistic like an individuality yeah. complex like you like to be different you don't like to be like everyone else i guess i guess that's true yeah i like you try to just like well, carve your own music. path yeah and it's like it's a good thing sure. you know what i mean but it's like also like yeah some you just might be at a party room full of people and still feel alone type i'm just kidding yeah, i do the debbie ryan like the way where she went and like, yeah. it's like that and like she does like the little <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay well that closes out the astrology segment okay and we're gonna here. ask you one last question which is for our next interview artists that we bring on whoever it might be we don't know yet what would you want to ask them oh my goodness oh my goodness <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright, now we're being included. Okay. Yes. So so much for being Thank here and talking to us. Thank I you. can't wait to see what's in store for you. I know there's so much just greatness ahead of you. So you. we're very lucky to have you here with us today. Yeah, this was such a fun episode and we'll make sure you guys know everything is Stevie. Of course, follow her. All the links and stuff will be in the description. And (laughs) let us know if you like this episode, okay? Let us know. Um, But we love you guys. Mm -hmm. And talk to you next time.